I was really clear on change is the only constant thing that we have in this life. And as long as we can be open to change, we are open to flow with life, right? So like, and I use always a tree as my example. Like you have a, a tree that is now tossed and turned by the wind. Tornado winds are just going. If it tries to stay rigid, it's gonna snap in half and break. But if it flows with the wind, it'll still be standing when the storm is over. Hey everybody, I'm Jamie White, founder of finishing-strong.org. And I wanna thank you for joining us today for another podcast. Finishing Strong is dedicated to helping people who are transitioning from working full-time to something else and helping them discover how to live their next season with purpose. Through our website, finishing-strong.org, we provide resources to help guide people in a process to evaluate their gifts, talents, and passions, and to redefine their purpose. Look for updates on our website for some upcoming events. Today, we're joined by Erica Strong, author and speaker who also has as her brand, Finishing Strong. In her books, Erica shares her stories of overcoming great disappointments and challenges by first changing her mind, then journaling her words, believing those words, and then, as she says, becoming them. None of which could have happened without her deep faith in God. Erica and her husband live in Atlanta, where she works primarily with women entrepreneurs to help them create and sustain a successful business. I know you're gonna enjoy Erica's encouraging words today. Erica, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you taking the time to be here. Yes, thank you for having me, Jamie. It's fun. So I I got to got to know you or even found out about you as I was trying to go on the podcast uh, platforms and go, hey, I want to I want to do a finishing strong uh, name. Is there anything out there like that? And uh, and there's a couple similar, but yours is exactly that, finishing strong. So we both yeah. have the same name. So tell me tell me how you came up with that name for your both your book, which we're going to talk about here today, as well as your as your initiative. Honestly, it came through a time in my life where it was excruciatingly painful, difficult, dark, and like the worst possible, I guess, situation or scenario you could be in. So for me, that situation was going through this terrible divorce, right? And mm -hmm. I know divorce is terrible on any level, but this just seemed like it was like huge for me because mm -hmm. I felt suffocated. I felt like my life was over. I felt that you know, I wasn't going to be able to do anything else because this divorce was just so like it was a high profile divorce. I'll say that because it's easy for somebody to go through a divorce and no one knows your name. No one knows your husband's name. But when it's public and it's in everybody's face and it's in everybody's conversation, that made it worse. And so feeling like my life was pretty much over, not that I identify with that role as a wife, but it was like, you know, when you when you feel like you have all of these comments or judgments or, you know, everybody's opinion 
on your head. You just feel like you want to bury yourself and just go away and hide. And so I remember um, early on in my life that I had kind of hit a bump in, my, in the road where it felt like it was tough. And I remember having this, this clear direction that I should help other people. And, mm. and I remember having that clear direction that I should help other people because I questioned God, like, how am I supposed to help other people? And I'm a mess, right? And the clear understanding that I got was when you help other people, you'll heal. So then I just started helping other people with Joyce Meyer's book, The Battlefield of the Mind. You know, the battle is won or lost in your mind first. And so everything that I could devour about mindset and setting your mind right and the way that you think, I, I just ate it up, right? So now fast forward to this horrific divorce and I'm sitting at my, um, my desk and I'm thinking like, okay, the last time I felt something like this before, my instruction was to take the attention off of me and help other people. And I'm sitting at my, my desk and I'm thinking like, okay, I'll do a workshop. What am I going to call it? And I'm just like beating my brain up. What am I going to call it? And I was like, you know what? Right now you feel like you're finished, but you're not. You're finishing strong. And I was like, that's it. Finishing strong. <laughs> and that's how I was birthed. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, I first started following you before I read the book. And, uh, and I, so I would see a day where you would uh, have just a number of things, kind of number of your screens that you would post and be like, oh, that's a good one. Oh, wait, that's another good one. That's another good one. Um, and and now that I've now that I've read your book, I realize that's part of your that's part of your process. And that's part of your message to to people that read the book. So how did how did you develop that? Just that positive talk. Yeah, honestly, it was me devouring every book that I could put my hands on that was helping me to train the way that I think. Every video that I can find on YouTube, that was just that, that path. And Norman Vincent Peale became my most favorite author ever. And I think that was like the, the, the um, power of a positive mind was one of the books that really sparked it for me. And then I realized it was that positive self-talk. Like we really have to, that conversation is gonna go on in our mind whether we want it to or not. And we had the power to redirect it. And me meeting so many people that was in, in, in bondage really by the way that they thought, I thought, let me help other people change the way that they think. So that's kind of like how that my, my foundation was set. Yeah, and your, your book is, your book's almost a devotional or a diary, whatever you want to call it, but you encourage, encourage the readers to, um, to, to, to think about a subject uh, and then to write what in, in golf or in some other sports where you swing, uh, swing something, they talk about your swing thought. And uh, it seems like you're encouraging people to have a swing thought as they go through the day. And I've just, I found that really powerful. Um, mm -hmm. And so what have your experiences been as you've heard from readers who have gone through and they've taken the time to, to fill out uh, this, these great encouragements that you have in the book. Yeah. The reason that I put those encouragements in there, cause I could have easily just wrote out, you know, the passage and then had the affirmation afterwards. Yeah. But I realized that it was my own affirmation that really resonated with me the most. I can read everybody else's, but it did not really resonate and come to life until I said it myself. And so instead of teaching people to rely on other people's words, I wanted to teach people to rely on their own words and their own way of building themselves up. 
And so when I decided to put the, the reflection at the, um, at the end of each passage, I wanted them to do just that. I wanted them mm -hmm. to go in and like really create this book. Cause at the end of it, that's like the surprise at the end of it, you have now created your own book of affirmation mm -hmm. that you can now go back to and use that to encourage yourself. So doing that was just like, you know what? I want to make sure that everybody get it. It's not just me talking to you. It's us having a conversation and then you talking to yourself. They, the, every, almost all of the passages in the book came from years of me posting through Finishing Strong. And I realized like, man, this is like good stuff. I had someone from Pakistan to, um, well, I think it was Pakistan to send me a message asking if it could be translated in Yoruba. And if I wouldn't mind if they would take some of my quotes from my post, put it in a book and hand it out to people for free. <laughs> what a compliment, That's awesome. right? That's awesome, yeah. And so yeah. when I got that, I was like, you know what? This guy's onto something that I wasn't even thinking about. I was just sharing it through, you know, my social media. But of course they were in a file in my computer. So I just put them all together, edited them. And it's like, this is exactly what people need. That's great. Well, super creative. The book's called Finishing Strong, mm -hmm. How to Think, Speak, and Live Strong Every Day. Uh, we've got it up on the finishing-strong.org uh, website. And then, of course, we also have the link in, in our notes. So there's a lot of power to thinking and then speaking it and then writing it and then and then feeling it and believing it. Mm -hmm. it, it, what's the right order of that? Is there is there an order that you found that's the, the right way to go that people can really absorb this and it then becomes the words become them? Absolutely. So my my understanding of it has always been settled in whatever a man thinks in his heart. So is he. Mm -hmm. Right. And so as a kid, I would think like, now, how can a person think in his heart? Mm -hmm. And so it came from whatever I think. I feel whatever I feel I become. So when I'm thinking it, I'm feeling it and then I'm actually doing it or my life is going to go in the direction of whatever I think. Because the way that I think, once the thinking now translates to how you feel, that's, there's a belief in between there, right? So like, it's what do I believe? I thought it, I feel it, I believe it, now it can be so. And that's the process. And so of course, the additional writing it out, um, reciting it is just a, a reinforcement of what you believe. That thought, that heart and mind coming into one and then now producing something phenomenal. I think what you offer is something that I mean, while finishing, my finishing strong uh, focuses on people in their 50s and 60s transitioning from working full time to something else. Mm -hmm. What you're talking about is is ap applicable to to anybody. It's applicable to anybody in a transition. Maybe whether they're in a transition or not, they're just they're great affirmations to help us uh, get through a day and get through a season. And and you know our tagline that's you know on the sign behind me talks about live with purpose. It's the finishing strong, and I ended up with that same name like you did because it's a process. It's not you know at some point it'll be finished, right? The ing right. will be over yeah. and we'll we'll just be done. Mm -hmm. uh, but but as long as we're alive and as long as God gives us breath, we are finishing, right? Yep. Um, but that live with purpose, and I got this out of your uh, one part of your your book, the purposeful pleasure. 
Um, and I love it. I'm going to just read a couple of lines in it. When difficult situations show up in life, you must find a way to see gratitude on purpose. Things done on purpose have a foundation of intention. Intention to overcome, intention to persevere, and intention to win. The only thing that can keep you from experiencing a life of constant joy, contrast, is your ability to bounce back, your ability to see differently, and I love this final one, and your ability to see purposeful pleasure. We don't often see purposeful and pleasure together. Tell me, unpack that a little bit for us. Yeah, and, and I did that contrast on purpose because people think purpose is just this grind and like I got to fight for it and I have to like, you know, hope and wish that it will come. There is pleasure and a purpose that you have in your life, right? It's like when you have that clarity, it's like your eyes are bigger, you, your chest is out, your back is straight, and you really can move forward with this, this heart of gratitude because like I found my purpose, whatever big or small that is. Yeah, yeah, that's great. One of the one of the things that's been fun on our weekends that we do in, in, in finishing strong is to watch. And so far, it's been guys. We're we're going to be expanding our weekends for for women, not only women who are uh, also transitioning out of working full time, but also spouses of some of the men that are doing that because that's it's a new season, it's a new season for marriage, and and uh, so we want to walk with people in doing that. But it's really been fun to watch people discover begin to, I, I can't say discover, but it begin to at least articulate what you just described, mm -hmm. that they can see how they're going to wake up in the morning when they don't have a job to go to, yeah. have a purpose defined, and then get pleasure uh, out of living in that purpose. Yeah. Right? I have a friend that read my book. She is, and I always have friends that are much older than me. I just absolutely love like gleaning the wisdom from, you know, people further in age and she's about 75 76 somewhere in there has had a successful career as a principal and um just did phenomenal things as an as an educator and then she's retired and she read my book and she's just like um, she came back to me with tears in her eyes like erica your book gave me like the permission to keep going I thought that retiring was stopping, but now it's like I have a new lease on life to really step it up and create something that I've always wanted to do. Like, I don't have to sit home and just do nothing. Like, it gave her a purpose to, like, really move forward and do something else. And she was like, you need to do something for people past this age. Like, she, she's already started to put me in, like, a whole other category. But to your point, that was what she got from the book. That's awesome. Well, count me as one of your new friends who were much older than you. Um, <laughs> so I, I, another thing that we talk about in our weekend is um, the transition process. And part of the transition process um, is um, allowing something to end and living in the liminal space for a while and then and then starting the new beginning. And you talk about this um, uh, things that that pull you back or hold you down, and we try to spend some time with people, just having them reflect on those things that they might need to let go of. Richard Leiter talks about you know repacking your suitcase, and and so uh, it's the it's letting go of some things, uh, removing some things that we carry around with us. How have you how have you done that? Well, how have you one, let go? I, I was really clear on. Change is the only constant 
thing that we have in this life. And as long as we can be open to change, we are open to flow with life, right? So like, and I use always a tree as my example. Like you have a, a tree that is now tossed and turned by the wind. Tornado winds are just going. If it tries to stay rigid, it's gonna snap in half and break. But if it flows with the wind, it'll still be standing when the storm is over, right? So like embracing change, whatever that looks like. Not being, being um, so rigid to like, this is how it's supposed to be. It's never gonna change. This is how I want it because you'll always find disappointment, heartbreak, um, just every negative emotion you could think of comes when somebody is so rigid in life, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's how I process it. Whenever change comes, I call it a beginning, beginning again, creating a new normal. Like I have my first book, Love Strong, Stand Strong, Finish Strong. That's my first mm -hmm. book. And those are two chapters in that book, like creating a new normal. It's okay. What did I learn from it? I don't lose. I either win or I learn. What did I learn or what did I win? So like right. having that mindset. That's great. I, I Somewhere along the way, I heard about palm trees and how they're really more of a, a fibrous kind of a weed, which continue on with your metaphor, right? They've got that ability to flex in the storms and hence they can they can withstand some pretty intense hurricanes. And so the lesson for us, right, is mm -hmm. that we know it's coming. We can either fight it, we can act like it's not there, or we can just sort of say, hey, bring it on. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I've got to flex and, and, and go through it. Yeah. And if you do it that way, you'll get through it faster. Yeah. yeah. My, one of my favorite country songs, if you're going through hell, Keep on going. Keep on right? going. That's all, that's all we can do. Uh, so you 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 talk about letting go of fears, right? And and you took us to that time sitting in sitting in the apartment, finding out that the rent had been paid, and being a mom and going, holy smokes, what do I do now? Yeah. Walk us through. I mean, you, you had to be, for at least for a moment, overwhelmed with some fears and, and oh, yeah. concerns. So what was your process for dealing with those fears? Um, maybe it, it's, it, it may not be the best advice to give somebody at the <laughs> time, but I literally just dug my head into books. I read everything that I could read. I listened to anything that would, because what my, my goal was, was to not sink into the what if not to sink into the, oh my God, you know, where I'm about to lose the shelter over my children's head. And like, I, I just knew that if I kept the way that I was thinking leveled, then I'm always going to be um, taken care of. Everything always is going to work out for me. And honestly, Jamie, it all worked out. Mm. I mean, everybody around me were speechless because everybody's like so Erica what are you going to do what are you going to do and while they're asking me I'm like reading the book listening to something <laughs> positive they're looking at me like aren't you going to make and then society will make you feel like yeah. you have to have an answer you got to do something but I knew in that moment it was so far out of my reach all I could do was just rest mm -hmm. and that's well, the scary part yeah, well, you've taken your story. Not only did it did did it work for you, you're now helping yeah. people all over the country, all over the world, Pakistan, to to go through this as well. Um, you've got a section that says, "I will finish strong." Of course, I, I I jumped onto that, which I loved, and you talked about how 
you know, the attitude and these words of affirmation are that commitment that we have to make to ourselves. I'm yeah. going to finish strong. And, you know, I think a lot of the people that come through um, the finishing-strong.org um, come in with a with a pretty significant fear. I don't know what my life is going to look like for the next 20 years. I've only known this for the last 40 years. Yeah. And and I think your encouragement and I'm just going to I'm going to read the repeat after me because I love it so much. Your encouragement in this section of your book should help all of us again, whatever transition you might be in. But it says my wholesome tongue is the tree of life. I can and will think myself happy, healthy and wealthy. I command my emotional state to be one of joy and happiness. I refuse to be depressed. I love this last part. I have control over my own mental state and will push past the storm. I have the unshakable power to overcome anything. And you can challenge action for a strong finish. That's all. That's that's just so encouraging for for people. So how are you, how are you applying that? To, how did you apply that today when you got up? I'm you've just got so much good messaging coming in your heart and in your mind. What was what was today like for you to believe that message? So today, before I get up, like this is my routine. I uh, before I even put my feet on the floor, I'm already in this space of space of gratitude. Like I wake up and think. Mm. Hmm, my phone didn't ring in the middle of the night. Everybody's okay. I woke up, I'm fine. I'm so grateful. I usually have like in my favorites on YouTube, something to listen to, like a meditation to listen to. Okay. And I go right to the meditation. I put my earbuds in, okay. I do my meditation and then I get up, go to the gym. And it, even while like most people are thinking like you're bumping like some real music to keep you pumped up. I'm actually listening to a book. Wow. <laughs> wow. It out. So I, I'm really feeding myself everything I can from the second my day starts and that's what my day like, like that's what starts my day and then that was that's what sustains me should anything come to you know disturb that and as an adult that you, you talk about going to the gym as an adult I've been impressed you've learned to swim and uh and which is I swim it's one of the greatest exercises you can do but oh uh yeah. that's incredibly impressive so well done how's yeah. how's that coming for you Oh now. my God. So now I'm considered the expert at the gym. Everybody's wow. like, you know, leaning on me to help them help the newcomers come in and yeah. learn how to swim. But for, and I just told a lady today, she was probably like in her seventies maybe, and had never learned how to swim before. And so she was asking me, so like, how did you get over it? I said, it's a hundred percent up here. Mm -hmm. It's a hundred percent. Like as soon as you just kind of give yourself over to the water and just relax, you can't even possibly, uh, uh, um, uh, well, I can't get the word. You can't possibly um, drown. How did yeah, I not yeah. get that word? Right? Because like, you got it out of your mind. That's why. Right. It's impossible. <laughs> that's right. I got it out of my mind. It's impossible for you to drown. And so yeah. just kind of spreading that through all of the newcomers, yeah. like it's in here first. If you can get out of your head, it becomes like this subconscious movement now. Like you can get in a car and drive and not even think about like, how did I get from home to work? Because you've done it so much, you don't even have to think about it. That's how mm -hmm. doing something like this and pushing past the fear can, you know, work for you. And she was just so amazed that that conversation helped her. Before I left the gym, she was floating. Great. <laughs> Start, just get, getting it started. That's great. Yeah. So you talk about up in here. 
and you, one of your encouragements in the book is to get rid of mental clutter. Mm-hmm. And those are the some of the voices and the things that are just in our way. How do yeah. you how do you shake mental uh, mental clutter? I write it. I write mm-hmm. it out. And so when I'm feeling like really overwhelmed and I can't kind of put my finger on where it where it's coming from, I will just pull out a journal, book, whatever I am, and I start writing exactly how I feel in that moment. I don't try to, you know, um, put cherry blossoms over the top of like a messy moment. I I literally will write out what I'm feeling. Like I'm feeling like defeated. I'm feeling like I just have not been able, I'm disappointed in myself that I haven't accomplished the goals that I wanted. Like I'm, I'm writing what I feel, but the rule about writing what I feel is I never in a submission without writing what the truth is. Cause what I feel and what is true is completely different. Right. Mm -hmm. So as I write out what I feel it's giving me the opportunity to just get it out, like just get it out, because as long as I I think it, I'm going to have like the 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 devil and the angel on the shoulder, like it's so bad, it's not so bad, it's so bad. And so to get it all out, I can give 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 myself that clarity to then now speak truth to it. Right. Mm -hmm. And, And I'll give you an example. I was driving home one day. It was years ago Um, after all of the, you know, in an apartment, my ex-husband did not pay. And I'm now I'm back on my own with my children and I'm driving in a car from work and I'm in a car by myself. So no one's in there to irritate me. I'm listening to music on the radio. So it's, there is nothing that would make me feel upset. And so in Atlanta, the traffic is terrible. So like, it's just bumping a bumper. I'm just sitting in the car and I just immediately started feeling really, really sad. Like, and I know that I feel sad when I, like my, my desire is to go home, get in the bed and pull the covers over my head. I just wanted to hurt and get home. I just felt sad, but I had enough time in that moment to say, what am I, what was I just thinking about? Like what, what just happened that made me feel this sad? And I stuck with that. I didn't, I didn't just brush over. I, I just sat there and I retraced every thought that I had that led me to that moment. And I went back, maybe like a couple exits back. I thought, oh, my, my car insurance is due next week and I don't have it. And I immediately started feeling defeated. I'm so tired of not having the money that I need. Why am I in this position? Like I just went all these cycles driving and then now the emotion has shown up. And so in that moment, and this is what I'm saying, like to get it all out, I I trace it all the way back to the bad thought, the thought that gave me that emotion. And then I brought it all the way back up to what was I saying to myself as I got there. And so then I told myself the truth. In this moment, right now, in this second, I am in need of nothing. Mm. I have car insurance. I have gas. I have food at home. My children have a roof over there. Like I am in absolute need of nothing. That is the truth about me right now. So I'm going to be grateful and happy about the moment of like not needing a thing right now. And I recognize that as this is something that we need to do every time that emotion. Remember I said, when you're thinking and you feel it, the emotion starts to show up. Your emotion is like that alarm clock that says, what am I believing? What's happening? I was putting all of my belief in something that had never even happened. And then that next week I had it. So it wasn't, it, it never happened. Mm, mm. Wow. Thanks for, thanks for sharing that story and that, and that process. Yeah. You know, it's, it's obvious you've got, you've got uh, scripture without quoting it woven 
into uh, into the the yeah. thoughts into your your prayers your your acknowledgments mm-hmm. and, and i think scripture is full of uh opportunities for people to start over new relationships new beginnings yeah. and you talk about that uh begin again uh in in one of the parts of the book so uh today where 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 are you with beginning again are you in the middle of are you middle of something is it near rear view mirror but where where do we find erica strong today well today i'm still doing the exact same thing with finishing strong and it has elevated to helping business um, business owners and entrepreneurs to learn how to market and brand their business. So I call mm-hmm. myself a business and life transformational partner. Basically, it's like I'm not a business coach and I'm not just a life coach. I'm somebody that's right there in the middle of you and your business because 90% of entrepreneurs fail, not because their business didn't do well, it's because they either didn't believe that they could, they didn't have the confidence that they could, or life things started getting in a way that distracted them from what their purpose and their mission was. So mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm pretty much kind of combining the two into one amazing purpose for my life. That's awesome. So how do, how do people connect with you? What are some of the ways they connect with, with what you're doing? And then if they want to take advantage of your, of your coaching skills or your presentations, your, your seminars, how do, how do they go about that? Absolutely. And thank you for asking me that. So my Mm -hmm. hub is ericastrong.com. Everything Mm -hmm. is centered around ericastrong.com. And as you could pretty much figure out, a lot of my social media is finishing. Yeah. (laughs) Finishing strong. So you can find me on any social media handles with finishing strong or ericastrong.com or just email me erica at ericastrong.com. I try to leave it as simple as I possibly can. And my YouTube is finishing strong with Erica Strong. So it's yeah. super simple. Literally, you can just type Erica Strong into Google and all of my stuff will pop up. But I would absolutely love to like have these kind of conversations with other people. And as a speaker myself, I'm on many stages helping women to like give, grasp this, right? This part of life. And that's why I absolutely love what you're doing with the men. Because this mm-hmm. is like, as much as you are helping them to transition and find their purpose, a hundred percent of it is changing the way that they think. Yeah. Re, yeah. re shifting their identity. That was something that I listened to this morning. Like, how do you yeah. shift your identity to really show up in your life the way that who you want to be in this moment and not be held hostage to who you were? You can all you have the power to always shift your identity. That's great. That's great. Getting more books coming out. Actually, I do. So the book that I'm working on now, and it's pretty much in editing phase. It's called work and woo woo. And you know, like in the business world, whenever you you say anything spiritual, it's like, oh, this person is woo woo. And so the title is work and woo woo, how to use the power of your faith to create a purpose-driven business. Wow. Well, that's, uh, that's, that is going to be great. Can't wait for it to come out. We're going to put, we already have your book on our website. Uh, We'll get your first book on there too. We haven't, uh, haven't done that yet and then yeah. uh boy when that next one comes out uh to let us know and uh, who knows we're going to be in uh in atlanta later this summer which i'll talk to you about later but uh maybe there's some some connection we can make and figure out a way to that. do something together i would love that jamie awesome well erica thank you for joining us today we loved having you appreciate it thank you for having me Thanks to you, Erica, and to all of you for joining us today. You can get a link to Erica's books at her website, which is ericastrong.com. 
We also have her books posted on our resource page at our website, which is finishing-strong.org. Hey, if you or someone you know would be interested in hosting a Finishing Strong weekend in your city, just simply reach out to us through our website.